0: This is Jenna. And I'm Noelle. And this is More Than Murder, where we delve into everything eerie with a side of true crime. More Than Murder
1: is not your typical true crime podcast. Join us on a weekly tour through the haunted, the bloody, the creepy, and the nutty on our freaky Fridays. Before we
0: even get started, I have a quick disclaimer. Oh boy, very early. This episode contains graphic and explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Okie dokie. Yeah. So... Now that that's over, welcome listeners. Welcome, and welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, Noel. Hello. Hello, love. Hello. That's actually pretty good because we are going to uh, the UK today. Oh, wonderful. Yes, my first across the borderbah. That's not English. Wunderbah. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. So, right. so that's that's our area for today. I went to Le England. Yes, my first one. I think right. I think my first across the pond. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, we're back for a gruesome true crime story today. Oh, boy. Involving a man so desperate for wealth and the bloody steps he'll take to get it. Oh, my. Mm hmm. Some people will just do anything. Yeah. Won't they? I suppose. Ugh. I personally really enjoyed researching this episode because I, I had no prior knowledge of this dude. It was all new to me. I don't think I, I do either. It, I really just I dived in. It was usually I know at least a little bit, so it's kind of like a refresher. Yeah. But this was completely, I was reading every blog. I was doing a uh-huh. spiral like I normally would.
1: It's nice when we come across some new cases we haven't I heard know, really. Oh
0: I was excited for it. Uh but anywho, today I'm going to tell you all about the acid bath murders. Oh. My goodness. that's not just like, listen to me, listen to me. (laughs) No. No, no, it's not good. Sounds very bad. Yeah, so to start off, I'm going into the early life of today's killer, John George Haig. Okay. I heard it pronounced Hay and Haig. Yeah. But mostly Haig, and it was like people from london saying it so i was yeah. like you know, i'm just gonna go with haig i was gonna say i could say i could see the
1: hay, say <laughs> i could see the hay because the gh like through like with the gh yes like, yes makes exactly silent but yeah so, yeah
0: so i'm just gonna go with haig haig okay he was born in stamford lincolnshire located in england on july 24th of 1909 <laughs> okay yep he grew up I'm already saying it. I'm gonna say it both ways, guys. Might as well. <laughs> I know, cause I've been saying in my head, "Hey," I was like, "It's hey, it's hey, yeah. it's hey." And then I watched some videos, and I was like, "Hague, Hague, okay." And that was just last night. So oh I'm like, gosh. "Oh gosh." So I might, I might say both. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Hague grew up in an extremely strict religious family. There. They were part of a conservative Protestant church called the Plymouth Brethren. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Mm. His father, also named John, believed the world was full of dirty sinners, and he wanted to keep his son pure. okay. He built a tall fence surrounding the home to keep out any neighborhood children who he felt would corrupt his son. Oh. Yeah, it was like seven feet tall fence. I mean,
1: I get the not wanting your kids to be corrupted by kids, but... But this defense thing. It, it's like lots. he wasn't allowed
0: to have friends home from school. Oh wow. Nothing. He was completely his father just did didn't matter not. what kid. He just didn't want to have friends at all. Nope. No sinners allowed. Everyone else on the outside is just apparently dirty. The dabble.
1: Dirty. The yes. dabble.
0: that dabble. <laughs> Girl the dabble. <laughs> foosball uh, the dabble. Oh, whose ball is the dabble. <laughs> Coach Klein, the devil. Okay, go ahead. It's funny because I <laughs> sent you that gift last night. You can do it. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, Haig claimed that he was afflicted with religious nightmares during his adolescence. Religious nightmares.
1: It kind of makes sense. Like he's being hung up on a cross himself or something. Oh. It
0: didn't go, yeah, it didn't go into, like, details on yeah. what they were. But they were religious in nature and they were nightmares. Oh, my. I just picture this family, like, sitting around the Bible and just very very strict with it, yeah. and very conservative, mm-hmm. and unfortunately that did not bode well for him. Mm-hmm. He was a very bright boy. He obtained scholarships and even became a choir boy at the Wakefield Cathedral. Okay. So I guess that was a big honor. It was yeah. a beautiful cathedral, and it was apparently a very high honor to be choir boy. Others described him as intelligent, but kind of a loner. That was probably due to his father's world views. Yeah, not allowed to have any friends.
1: He couldn't have. He had to be a loner. He was forced exactly. to be a loner.
0: Exactly. Which that might actually come into play because in his later years, he's very, he's described as very charismatic and he's got a jaunty walk and he always looks like he's just this really nice approachable guy. Huh. So, yeah, I can see where that might come in. Yeah, because he's to trying play. to yeah make friends now. And he might not... <laughs> Know exactly how to I, I don't know. It was all a ploy, guys, but we'll get into it. Hey, Haig also loved classical music and became a proficient piano player. Hmm. Mm-hmm. He was going to see like Tchaikovsky and like all of these concerts because he just he loved it. Mm-hmm. Once he finished school, however, it was time to join the workforce. He worked oh, jobs my in my advertising God. and insurance, but as we will soon learn, the dude was quite a fraudster. Yeah. Ultimately, Haig ended up being fired from this job. There was a suspicion of theft. I guess some money went missing from a cash box, and he was automatically the suspected party. So that's like his first little stint stint of of petty crime. In 1934, Haig wed Beatrice Betty Hamer, but this was not a fairy tale romance. Oh, okay. Haig was arrested and sent to prison for fraud shortly after, and he was sentenced to a 15-month term. <laughs> I did not get the details. It just said fraud. It could have been, like, a car fraud type of thing. I saw yeah. that mentioned a couple times, but it didn't really hint on what exactly that fraud was. Betty, who was pregnant at the time, decided that she was going to place the baby up for adoption and leave the marriage. Can't really blame her. She was done. Yeah. Did not last long either. Mm -hmm. So by 1936, when Haig was released from prison, he had nothing and no one waiting for him. Mm -hmm. He relocates to London and secures a job chauffeuring for William McSwan. Oh, boy. McSwan, yes. McSwan. My word hates his last name. It just squiggles everywhere and it drives me freaking insane. Uh Uh, So McSwan was a wealthy arcade owner. So, you know, arcade places you go to play games. Mm -hmm. He owned those. Kind of a cool job. Mm -hmm. This employment does not last long. I believe that Haig was envious of all the wealth McSwan had, and he wanted it for himself. So he was like, I'm on to bigger and better things. Mm -hmm. (sighs) He pretends to be a solicitor named William Katos Adamson. He sold fraudulent stock shares way below the market rate stating that they were from the estate of his deceased clients. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Unfortunately for Haig, this scheme is foiled, and it's all due to a spelling error. Wow. All due to a... Yeah, yeah. One spelling error. One spelling error. Apparently on the letterhead that he was giving out, he misspelled the town Guildford. (sighs) The correct spelling is G-U-I-L-D-F-O-R-D. Right, like a guild. Like he a forgot guild. the D. Oh my god, you would think you would spell it without the U or something. Yes, no. no the he, D. Yep, yep. So that that middle D in there he just completely so missed So guild. Yes. Guild. Yep. And <sighs> oh, someone noticed every that. Every single one. And he was he was done for. Uh, If you're not aware, a solicitor is like what we would call an attorney or a lawyer in the U.S. Hmm. Okay. Yep. So. Dude, he did the same
1: thing I do with my names in my freaking (laughs) episode. I just write it wrong the
0: whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. The reason that this tipped people off was that solicitors were very well educated. They had to be. So this seemed like an error that just wouldn't have been... Done. Yeah. If it had been legit, he does a four year term in prison, but does not seem to learn many lessons. Of course, right? In four years. Uh, he's released around the start of World War II, around like 1939, 1940 ish, and he jumps right back into the fraudulent activities. Of course. Gets his ass sent to the pen again. Oh my God. Like right after. Yeah. <laughs> By he's smart, he's I thought he was supposed to
1: be a smart guy.
0: Well, apparently,
1: he doesn't have the street smarts. Just wait, he's got scholarship smarts, not street smarts. Nope, but just wait, just wait because he's gonna escalate.
0: Ugh. Just wait, just wait because he's gonna escalate.
1: <laughs> so, it's gonna be our new theme song for that. For when like our uh, our perps start to escalate. Yes. Just wait, just wait, he's gonna escalate. <laughs>
0: That's perfect. It's gonna be on a new shirt. Oh, that is gonna be on a new shirt. Yeah.
1: Just what? wait, just wait,
0: he's gonna uh-huh. escalate. That is amazing. Oh.
1: I guess we should say they're, um, like they're, they're going to escalate. Because it could be any of them. You're the right. Al, it could Mal. be.
0: It could be. Or it's going to escalate. Yeah. Because then that doesn't put a real gender. But it's owning the shit. The shit's yeah. going to escalate. going to escalate. Oh, yeah. So he's getting sent again to prison. He's not doing good at his fraudulent activities. So by this time he starts to realize the reason he's been so easily caught was he was leaving his victims alive. His victims are fraud. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: of course you're gonna leave your fraud victims alive. Most fraud victims get left alive. No fraud victims are getting
0: killed. Usually, well, unless it's like no, unless life it's insurance. And shit, exactly, but. like Dorothea. Puente, right. Right. You know. Yeah. So they're 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 tipping that box up to make sure that they're not gonna get caught. So, with much free time, Haig started tinkering with the idea of murder. Really sorry if I say this French name wrong. I'm saying it very Americanized right now. Mm -hmm. He became extremely interested in the French murderer, George Alexander Surrette, and particularly his disposal methods. I might have to cover this guy, too. Surrette, who was active in 1925, had been known for dissolving his victims in sulfuric acid.
1: Oh, my God. Mm Yeah, I'm sorry, the the thought of dissolving human. Oh, we'll get into the sludge. Or just dissolving flesh or animal or anything. It's fucking gross, dude. It gives me the heebie fucking
0: jeebies. We'll get into the sludge. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sludge. Yup. Okay. (laughs) He decided to test these waters from his jail cell. I'm really not sure how the fuck he did this, but he was doing it. He started practicing on mice. He saw that it only took 30 minutes for the mouse to completely dissolve in the acid. Ew. And based on that nasty it research. It just like flush it down the toilet? Probably. That's so nasty. Probably. Because it's just so gross like a already. sludge.
1: Oh, so.
0: Barf. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get. I'll fuck it in here. I don't get too into it. I don't like to describe okay, it. Right, 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 it's right. not really anything that we go into detail about. Yeah. This is really the only time. He, so he dissolved the mouse, found that it took 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Based on that nasty research, he was able to deduce roughly how long it would take to dissolve a human. So he's trying to calculate in his mind how yeah. much he'll need, how long it will take. Yeah. So when he's released in 1943, Haig was a man with a plan.
1: For murder. Meldell. The acid
0: de base, Meldale. The acid
1: base, yes, the acid <laughs> death,
0: Okay. When I do the French version of the acid de base, Meldale, I will do the whole episode. Right. Le
1: douche d'acide. Oh, God. Which is a bath or shower of acid.
0: Acid, Yes. Yeah. So, fresh out of jail, Haig gets a job as an accountant for an engineering firm. Okay. I'm curious as to why this dude's getting hired, especially money management. For a firm. He is now a felon exactly for fraud for fraud insurance fraud i don't know if at this time across the pond things were sealed i have no idea I about know. that those are some crazy employers but it sounds super weird to me yeah <laughs> anyway shortly after he gets his job and he's out he runs into his first victim you may remember the name william mcswan how can you forget how can you forget he was of course the former employer the old arcade owner dude so, these two start he getting... He wants his arcades. No. By this time, he's, like, retired. He okay. probably, like, sold those off or whatever. He was just retired at this time. And <sighs> Haig had a good, you know, rapport with people. He really enjoyed, you know, chatting with them. Yeah, you said he was charismatic. Building and... these relationships. It wasn't like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. You know, he worked up to get to know them. Then he would start slipping in things about their wealth and what they owned and, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. And once he was comfortable, that's when he would strike. So McHague was actually the perfect first victim. Not McHague, McSwan. Why did I say McHague? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) McHague! Okay. So McSwan was the perfect first victim. Simply because they had already had that relationship, it was Mm -hmm. easy to just strike it up again. Mm -hmm. So the two get to chatting and catching up. Haig finds out that McSwan had started renting out properties owned by his parents. Okay. McSwan was no slouch, and Haig was very envious of his wealth. Uh He was basically just going monthly, collecting rents, and bam, that was it. Well, I mean,
1: after apparently, especially after owning arcades which were really successful at the time. And yep. also, if he did sell them off, like, the the amounts
0: he got from those, you know, he's pretty uh-huh. pretty good at the time period. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, collecting rents seemed easy. He didn't want to do hard work. He just wanted easy money. Well, so he's done perfect. because
1: being a freaking... Landlord ain't easy. You got to take care of everybody's shit unless you're a slumlord, of course. Yeah, but, but. it was
0: probably they were wealthy. So when something went yeah, wrong, they probably called, just called the company in. Yeah, just but still, do you want to deal with all that shit? I don't. He apparently did. I don't want to get <laughs> called all. This is broken. Ah, uh, oh, I gotta call a fucking Plumber again. Know, this is right? broken. This is, fix it yourself. And <laughs> and by that time, you know the the elderly parents of this guy were like, I don't know. All right, you take care of it now. Yeah, exactly. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Haig decides the only logical course of action is murder. <sighs> of course, right?
1: Because <laughs> he wants his wealth. Uh-huh. And he's jealous of him.
0: Uh-huh. Literally what it boils down to. Wow. Dissolves down to.
1: Oh,
0: <laughs> shit. a bad job. All right. Okay. Too soon,
1: Mr. McSwan.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay on September 6th of 1944, Haig lures McSwan into a basement that was located at 79 Gloucester Road in London. I think I pronounced that right. We have like our Leicester, which has that C not cra- crotch ch- not crochester. Gloucester. Gloucester. Gloucester, <laughs> Gloucester. yeah. <laughs> so, at this basement, he lures him in, then kills him with a swift blow to the back of the head.
1: Ugh, I wonder with what? Just a
0: heavy object. Yeah, Yeah. he'll escalate from there. Uh Two, four, six, eight. This dude's gonna escalate. (laughs) I got him all day, guys.
1: That one we're not putting it on for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even remember the other one. It was wait, wait, or just wait, or but yeah, just wait. This guy's gonna escalate.
0: Something like that. Yeah, we'll listen back and we'll write it down. Yeah,
1: good thing we can... I um, have my notes in this. my head, so I'm
0: like, that left a line. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hague proceeded to place the body in a 40-gallon drum containing concentrated sulfuric acid. But
1: he wasn't even dead yet, right? Eh? Like, was, the, the blow to the head killed... Okay, it I killed was him. wondering if he was just, like, unconscious or... No, he that actually... blow to the head, he, okay. he was done for. Man, he must have hit him right in the cerebellum down it there. It
0: was... It was quick. It was like, I don't know if this guy enjoyed the killing process. I think he literally just wanted what these people had. Yeah. And thought this, this is, is the, the easiest way to de- eliminate them.
1: It's fucking sick. I don't There's see how right. that's going to get him.
0: It's not like he had insurance policies on this guy. Well, what does he think this is going to get him? Just wait, because we're we'll okay. going to do it. So Haig returned two days later to find that remains of William McSwan had turned into a sludge.
1: <laughs> but, <laughs> sorry, you guys.
0: This he poured into a manhole, disposing of all the evidence. Yeah, I do mention some sludge here and there. But Maybe that's I it. Take a picture
1: of my face, and I'm going to say my face while I was listening to. John yes, tell me this that story. is a
0: great idea. So Haig, who had already been acquainted with the parents of McSwan, Donald and Amy, were their names. Had reassured them that their son had simply fled, avoiding draft.
1: Huh.
0: Yeah. So, of course, the parents are like, where is our son? What's happening? Yeah. This charismatic guy had already become really close with the parents, so he's just, like, assuring them, no, no, everything's fine. He just didn't want to be drafted, so he, he fled. Everything's good. Yeah. Okay. With William out of the way, Haig took over collecting the rents. Feeling like he was finally on the road to the lavish lifestyle he so desired, I think he was taking profits from the rents. I don't think full rents were being completely given to the Mixwans. I think he was probably collecting some and pocketing some. I'm just confused. So because because he told that to this
1: Mixwan's parents, they're allowing him to collect the rent? Yeah, because he's a strange guy.
0: No, he's charismatic. He had met them before. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He knew them. Yeah. He okay. Yeah. He, and he was the one who reassured them like, no, everything is fine. You know, he just went away. He was a yeah. close he weaseled his way in everywhere. Ugh. Everywhere. And he already knew McSwan from the early job, so who knows if he knew the parents then? Yeah. Uh-huh. He gets close to these people. And that's why he's able to do what he's able to do. Eventually, the elderly McSwans felt that Haig's story was a bit sus, especially since the draft had already ended. What Fuck. Why would they yeah. even think... Okay. They just figured that out. Well, it was like a year after. He was killed in 44 and then the war ended in 45. So after that time had passed and he still wasn't home, it was kind of like... Oh, yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Here? So this led Hague to the conclusion that he should probably murder them as well. The
1: parents? The
0: parents. Oh, my God. Yeah. The couple who were under the impression that they were going to visit their son... Followed Haig to the same basement on Gloucester Road. (sighs) Like, oh, he's he's down here. Let's let's have a surprise visit for you. Yeah. (sighs) Donald and Amy, McSwan, were murdered by Haig on July 2nd, 1945. He delivered fatal blows to the backs of their heads and used the same disposal method as before, the sulfuric acid. Yep. Just dissolving. With the McSwans out of the way, Haig cashed in on William's pension checks. He wasn't able to do this before, but now they're out of the way, so it's like, hey, money, money. Mm -hmm. He also sold all of the rental properties. Mm -hmm. Cashed in on those. And I guess, so this was 1940, and he made about 8,000 pounds, which is a good chunk of money at that time. He was set up for a good time. So... Being
1: set up well. Which is crazy. I wonder the time period and stuff, because this stuff wouldn't be from somebody who was in sales with properties and Mm -hmm. items before you wouldn't just be
0: able to like. He forged documents. when you don't actually own it. Like Well, he had forged documents. Okay. So it wasn't like he was just like da 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 He went through, he had forged documents, he did the whole Wow. He did the whole thing. He was a fraudster. And he had worked his way up so to say, to find out the kinks that he needed, and then, Mm -hmm. you know, the murder was the last nail on the coffin. Uh-huh. It's a bad thing to say. Okay. (laughs) Haig, who was now set up quite well financially, moved into the Onslow Court Hotel in Kensington. This is known that it's a swanky little place, and, you know, wealthy people live there. Mm -hmm. He also developed a gambling habit. (laughs) So
1: he's gonna gamble all his money that he wanted so badly away.
0: Right? That's so
1: smart. Yeah. So by 19 this is the dumbest smarter guy that they talked about ever.
0: I know, it's like Apparently he
1: was smart, but he's seriously dumb.
0: Well, it's like being a stupid mastermind. Like you're good at yeah. some aspects, but it's like, dude. Yeah. You fucking dumb. Yeah. So by 1947, Haig realizes that his money pot is drying up. And this leads him to start vetting new victims. Of course he's got to keep his rich lifestyle he can't go back now haig meets dr archibald and rose henderson he was attending an open house for a property that they were selling and just feigned interest he hit it off with the couple instantly of course rose had learned that haig loved classical music and that he played the piano so naturally she invites him to play at a party at their home (laughs) that was just something that happened (laughs) yeah During the party, Hig managed to steal Archibald's revolver, believing that this would be a quicker method to get the murders over and done with, basically. By the way, Gen Z,
1: um, the women in this picture, at least one of them has a center part, and this is from the 40s, so... You didn't create it, guys! And it's... no, No hairstyle is more cool or less cool than the other... Just say so you out. Know, exactly. It's just what comes in and out and what looks good for your face. You look like you're from the 40s. Huh? Bye. That's our millennial minute,
0: guys. <laughs> yeah, no, the millennial minute. That funny. is too fucking funny. All right, I had
1: to intervene. Go on.
0: Go that on. That is okay. That is okay. So after this, Haig also decides that he probably should have a better kill site if this is something that he's going to be doing more rapidly. Not just as the basement. Uh huh. So he runs a small workshop at 2 Leopold Road in Crawley, Sussex.
1: And this is while he's still friends with the Hendersons?
0: Yeah. So he's just, you know, starting that relationship. He's kind of doing what he needs to do to build that up. Okay. He fills the workshop with large oil drums and, of course, enough acid for his next victims. You have a lot. The whole
1: barrel has to be full. Yeah. For a full person. I mean, how do you get a person to fit in a goddamn barrel? Mm, You just dissolve them bit by bit by bit until they go down in there. Oh, they're pretty big.
0: Like, oil drums are, like, there is a picture on there, if you scroll down, of a police officer carrying out evidence. Yeah, but he can still carry it over his shoulder.
1: I mean, I feel like that's small to house a
0: person or people. Yeah, but it's like a limp body that's just probably kind of falling in on itself and then they're pouring the acid over it, so. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and and... The men were probably a little harder. The women were probably naturally just a little bit smaller, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fun stuff. On the 12th of February, 1948, Haig drives Dr. Archibald Henderson to his workshop. He claimed he had an invention that he was excited to share. Because this whole time, people are like, well, how are you making money? What are you you doing? And he's like, how are you? I'm an inventor and a civil engineer. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, that's how he claimed you know, my workshop is over here. Liar. Fucking liar. (laughs) As soon as they arrive, Haig shoots Archibald with the revolver. He then rings Rose Henderson and stated that she needed to get over to the workshop quickly. He told her that Archibald had fallen ill and she needed to get there quick because he didn't know what to do. And, of Uh, course... all of a sudden
1: just falls ill. That's awful. uh
0: Uh-huh. And, of course, that's just a ruse to get her over there to, you know, do what he needs to do. Once she arrived, he immediately kills her with a shot to the head. Both of the bodies are placed in the drums of acid to dissolve.
1: Ugh. So, there's your escalation. He's using guns now.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: So... Makes it a lot easier and quicker and swifter.
0: Yeah, because you've got to imagine... Like you said, there is that unknown possibility of did that hit kill him or not. Yeah,
1: they could just be waking up.
0: Exa- oh, God, in the acid. Oh, my gosh, that's terrifying. I just got
1: horrible pictures in my head. So did and sounds. I.
0: And I didn't even think about it because in the research it just said, you know, the blows killed them. Yeah. Well, we're going to think that the blows killed them.
1: Yeah, because what if he thought they were dead but they actually
0: weren't? Who knows? And maybe something happened that made him think, I need I mean, he's a gun. now.
1: Those other people did not die.
0: Oh, my gosh. Okay.
1: Holy crap. Okay, yeah. we just, we need to move on. Oh, yeah, we do.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, it gets worse. <laughs> Yay. So, both of the bodies, like I said, were placed in the drums yes. to dissolve. Haig, with a forged letter, ended up selling all of the Henderson's possessions. All these forged letters you can just get away with so I easily. know. Like, I, it's the 40s, man, I guess. Jeez. Shit was happening. Yeah. The only thing that he did not sell off was a car, and the couple's dog. He kept them for himself.
1: Nice. He liked dogs. That's great. Uh, apparently. And uh, uh, that needed a car. Not a good judge of character. <laughs> no, the dog is probably scared shitless. Actually. Oh my
0: gosh, that poor thing. Where are my parents? <laughs> yeah,
1: who are you? You uh-huh. strange person. Get out of my house.
0: Oh gosh. With. So with the other murders going undetected, Higgs feeling pretty good. Yeah. He's
1: He's like nobody's going to find on out. the
0: life. He's living the lifestyle. He's like I just got away with 3 5 murders at this time. Yeah. And I can do it again. Mhm. <sighs> yeah. So, like I said before, folks who meet him think he's simply a wealthy civil engineer. That is what supplied the fast cars, expensive suits, and ritzy hotel rooms. hmm Haig apparently was also taking people to the theater. He was the guy who would buy your lunch. He was just, he knew how to swindle people, and he knew how to schmooze. He was uh, a fucking schmoozer. 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 <laughs> Schmooge, mur- mur- <laughs> you, you lose. Now we're gonna say, let's go schmooge. <laughs> okay, guys. We're so, Haig had still been renting the room at the Ansel Court, and this is where he would meet his next and final victim. I? So he's killing people at a hotel? No, he's just he, he's still living at that hotel. Okay. And it's an expensive hotel for upkeep. And you meet other wealthy people living at that hotel. And that's where the next and final victim comes in. I love her name. Her name is Olive Durand Deacon. She was a 69-year-old widow who mm-hmm. also lived at the Ansel Court. Uh, it said that her late husband John was a solicitor. So they had money. They definitely mm-hmm. had money. A uh, cool story about her. She was a suffragette. Oh. Yes, in her early years. And there was a story of how she, like, threw a brick through a window and did some jail time. So fucking power to you, Olive. And I'm so sorry that this happened to you. But but you did help lock this guy up in a way. So we will get back to it. Okay. Olive and Haig became acquainted when she brought up her idea for an invention. You know, thinking he was an engineer and all that shit. It said Olive had an idea for fake nails. Oh my God.
1: Artificial fingernails.
0: I know. I thought that was so cool. Unfortunately, it died with her, but we do have them (laughs) now. But I just thought that was super neat, way ahead of her time. Yeah. Haig decided she would be a great target for his twisted scheme. So he invited her over to the workshop, stating he wanted to go over the logic. Uh, He invited her over to the workshop, stating he wanted to go over the logistics of her investigation. (laughs) Of her what? Invention? The logic of her invention. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So he invited her over to the workshop, stating he wanted to go over all the logistics of her invention. How to manufacture it, how to build it, da 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 da. He probably sounded really smart and really good. Yeah. So when she arrived at the workshop on February 18th, 1949, Haig proceeded to kill her with a shot to the head. Oh. He used the same revolver that, of course, he's stolen from the Hendersons. Mm-hmm. According to Wikipedia, Haig stripped her of all valuables, including a Persian lamb coat. Mm hmm. Which. <laughs> In my research, this dumbass took this coat to a dry cleaner and, like, had the receipt that was found after he fucking gets caught. So, he's dumb. Yeah, he's not a smart man. No, he's not. As they not. claim. No. He's a schemer, but he's fucking dumb. Yeah. <laughs> he's I mean... so dumb. Ugh. So, of course, he placed her in an oil drum of sulfuric acid for body disposal. Uh-oh. In his mind, it was the perfect crime, virtually no evidence, right? Well, this new location chosen by Haig did not have a manhole or really any drainage system. Mm-hmm. So this asshole is just dumping the sludge in the back of the property in just a pile of rubble.
1: Oh, no. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's gonna get harder because we do go into (laughs) a sludge. But yeah, so that was a big fucking mistake for this dude. It seemed like that manhole really came in handy for him to dispose. Yeah, because nobody would smell it. Nobody would see it. Nobody would smell it. And there's no evidence really left over. Yeah.
1: I mean, did the manhole go to. I don't I wonder?
0: I don't know. Probably just mixed with sewage. Yeah, it was a it was a drainage. Yeah. You know? So So it was probably mixed with other things. Probably went to like a water treatment plant where they got the sludge away. Oh, and then people drank it. You don't know, maybe. Oh good lord. Maybe. I
1: can't wait to have my own well. (laughs) I'm tired of living on town water. (laughs) No one knows what's in there. Oh god, it could be sludge. It could be body sludge. Like what happened with Elisa Lamb. Yeah. Stuff, man. Yeah. People were drinking out of that water. She was in the water tower, wasn't she? I have a well, so I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Luckily. I will have one sometime. Uh,
0: Yeah. So, after Olive Duran Deacon was reported missing, police discovered the connection with Haig, including records that he had sold off her jewelry. He's fucking stupid. Uh Uh-huh. This, of course, led them to the workshop, where they found some damning evidence. Some. Yes. Okay. So this included the oil drums, several containers of acid, a military-style gas mask, gloves, a rubber apron, and the stolen revolver.
1: I would have to say, and probably some blood spatter
0: and staining. They didn't mention much. They just said that like, the apron had splashes of acid on it, so they could tell that he was using that for disposal purposes. And you can see if you scroll down a picture of him in a gas mask. I did see. Because he was using that. I'm pretty sure sulfuric acid smells. It's got that very strong scent to it, I do believe. So he wanted to be protected with his twisted PPE. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Mosha oh certified, guys. <sighs> While searching in the rubble behind the property, mm-hmm, a pathologist stumbled upon what looked to be human gallstones.
1: Oh my goodness! Three
0: Three of really, them, to be exact, stones from the gallbladder did not dissolve with sulfuric acid. Nope, I'm not sure why. Huh. I think it might have been it, it might have taken longer, and he probably didn't know that. Scientifically, that's soup's interesting. I know they, it seems like it would be because it's waste, yeah, and they're they're quite hard. I do believe you know there's are stones that are in your gallbladder. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I mean, a it, kidney stone, like it's just crazy. Wow. And I think, but that no he bone just was left. Thought, no,
1: but the stones were. Uh huh. I guess so. Holy fuck, man. Because it just
0: turned to sludge. And he probably was just like, oh, yeah, the body's sludge. Everything's fine. And he's probably getting cocky. And he's probably just, you know, two days for every single person, not thinking that other factors need to come into play. Uh huh. They also discovered her false teeth. Mm hmm. Olives? It was the Yeah, it was the only remains of olive Durand Deacon.
1: Wow, the things that don't dissolve in sulfuric acid I've learned today are gallstones and dentures.
0: Yep, yep. I think it was crazy. I think it was partial, so some of them might have started to, but once again it just might not have been long enough for those things. Yeah. He just did not know. So yes, they found that and those were the only remains of olive. Rest in peace, girlfriend. All of you. Uh-huh. But she put him away. Yeah. Basically. I mean, it was her parts and pieces that. Yep. Especially yep.
1: with the jewelry and the coat and the. Yep. It was, his,
0: it was his downfall. Yeah.
1: So Haig is arrested, obviously. She, died, she did not die in vain. I mean, she did, but like she but didn't. But he could have gotten way more. Yeah. You know, after her. She saved her. a lot of other people from mm-hmm, the exactly. same fate by her having dentures
0: and jewelry and a nice fur coat and a nice fur coat I bet you that coat would have gone for a lot of money I'm sure I'm sure Persian lamb look it up it looks weird as hell dude look up a Persian lamb because I was like what is like well a lamb from Persia but (laughs) but like look at it it, it's it's, like like, one of those ratty like long-haired like look at it it's it's I want to know what the coat
1: looks like or it's
0: lamb, lamb. in yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like the cute little lamb that you usually see with, like, the cute little curly hair. Uh, and I'm curious what the coat would have felt like or looked like.
1: Oh, all that comes up for me is coats. Yeah? That's all that comes up for me. I feel and like food. I got a picture Ew. of a Persian, Persian lamb. Persian lamb stew and all that stuff and then image it. Let me click on images. Persian lamb. No, I can't. It's literally... Alright guys, or like I might this thing. It has like mop hair.
0: Yes, that's I think what was coming up yesterday. Yes, that's what it was. I love them. His teeth <sighs> are somewhat jet teeth though. That's kinda of weird. He looks like he's smiling. Some do, isn't that creepy? <laughs> Ugh. Well, okay. should
1: we should have this picture.
0: Alright, yeah. Lamb. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Get it down and, and get the get the link. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll we'll put it on there. <sighs> Uh yeah. So Haig is arrested obviously and taken in for questioning. Haig is obviously charged with murder.
1: Murder, murder. murder.
0: <laughs> During his questioning, it said that he asked an investigator how easy it would be to escape from a psychiatric hospital versus prison. Duh. He's a dumbass motherfucker. Really? He's so Come dumb. On. Yeah, he's so dumb. Uh, the investigator obviously refused to play the games with this guy. Haig confesses to the murders. Wow, he claimed total kill of nine, but the other three just could not be proven. There was no evidence. there was nothing. So he's just, I can't put it past him. He just went down for the six. Yeah, I can't put it past him really Uh-huh. In court, he pleads insanity. He stated he was interested in drinking the blood of his victims. But yet he
1: just dissolved
0: them instead. He just wanted to get whatever. He just, yeah, he's fucking stupid. He was going to try anything that he could to get the lesser sentence because he's a goddamn fucking baby. He's just
1: trying to seem like he's he's insane, but he's not. Yeah,
0: yeah, because he wants to go to Broadmoor, which is a hospital, instead of Wadsworth Prison. He's a fucking douche. That's my fucking take on it. (laughs) So, yeah, this insanity plea is thrown out fairly quickly due, of course, to the conversation of escape that he had with the investigator early on. He's dumb. Good lord. Uh Uh-huh. So, Haig was also under the impression that his disposal method, using the acid to dissolve the physical remains, would make it so he could not be convicted of murder. Wow. No body, no crime. No. Shout out to all my Swifties out there. Uh, they had plenty of forensic evidence, though, so they were able to get this asshole easily. Thank God.
1: Sitting so here dissolving everybody he meets.
0: Exactly. They did not have jealous of. the bodies of some of the victims, of course, but that physical evidence of Olive and the just n- notes that he had and forged fucking shit that he had. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-fucking-brainer. For anybody who
1: works in that, yeah.
0: Uh Uh-huh, and he was just trying to be a conniving asshole to get a lesser of something, you know, because this guy's a fucking prick. (sighs) So, the jury does not take long. They throw out the insanity plea, and they find him guilty. Good, good. He is sentenced to death by hanging. Oh. Yep. Shit. Yep. And he spent his final days at Wadsworth Prison. John George Haig was executed on August 10th, 1949. They wasted no time with this dude. Uh-uh. He was there for only a short period of time after trial, and then, bam, hanged. Well, why? Why not? Mm-hmm. They already know he's
1: for sure guilty of literally dissolving human beings. Why well, are some crazy fucking shit? No, is it going to piss me off?
0: I mean, it's just <laughs> him being him. So, close to his execution, he asked, like, a prisoner guard or whatever, if he could test out... Like, have a trial run of his hanging before it happened. But
1: I don't understand.
0: So he he claimed, he's like, well, I have this nice jaunty walk, so I think that the executioner got my body weight wrong, and I just want to make sure everything's going to go okay on the day. It's like a rehearsal dinner for your fucking execution. What it's mother? Yeah, isn't that some crazy shit? Who would want to practice, death? I know! You they know didn't let him do it, obviously. Okay. But yeah, he he was he asked a few days before if he could practice. practice have a walkthrough of his high school
1: graduation for God's sakes. Walking across the stage getting your diploma. Or a
0: wedding. Like yeah. come on, dude. Miss America over here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Here he (laughs) is. John George Hay. The douchebag (laughs) of the UK. All right, guys. Oh, Uh, God. The last little bit I have is actually kind of cool. According to an article by Gordon Lowe on thehistorypress.co.uk, there is an exhibit on Hay at the Museum of London. Huh. They have this, like, sub-museum called The Black Museum. And the exhibit includes the gloves and apron worn by Haig during the disposal process. Ew, would be fascinating to see. Disgusting as it is, but it
1: would be fascinating to see. Oh,
0: I told Sean last night, I was like, uh, we have to go to the Museum of Death in New Orleans (laughs) and then we need to go over to London and I need to see this fucking shit. Yep. Oh, I need to see this It's morbid and we love it. They even have the revolver used in the killings. Oh, wow. And Olive Duran Deacon's gallstones and false teeth are on display. Oh, my
1: gosh. Dude, I'm still I, blown away by those by those gallstones. I know, gall and the they're still the, around too. The fact that the bone dissolves quicker than the gallstone, and it's literally—can you imagine
0: what the fuck we eat? Well, it's to make the gallstones. Stone. Like, if you see a photo of it, it's literally just well, a stone. Yeah, like kidneys, they're stones, not in right? preservatives. They're not. Oh, a, no, there's like, like a, a picture. It's a stone. It's apparently yeah. just a stone. It didn't look like it was in preservatives tried to look for other things I tried to see if I could see when the exhibit was open and a lot of things I just couldn't find no. it
1: it's a lot of your, the, stuff, the research is old
0: a lot of the stuff was like from 2015 so definitely hmm. take this guy's word for it they have that freaky exhibit that I'd love to. And email us if you went to that exhibit. I would love yeah. to know if you saw that. It, are the teeth on display? What do the gallstones look like? To our UK listeners, yeah, have you, yeah, have you been to the museum? Yeah, let let let,
1: let me know. Email us at the Gmail, please. Yes, I will put it up the under and side. let us know how you pronounce this dude's name. Hager
0: Hey, because I would say Hey, just because of how how the gh i is. know some last names that are kind of like that and the way that i would pronounce those yeah is that silent gh so let me know guys but yeah that is the acid bath murderer jean Georges haig
1: well if i was hungry before i'm not now don't want no sludge i actually am still hungry but Same. no this is gross i've been
0: thinking about applesauce and now i'm kind of like oh
1: Oh, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to have. Now I'm just thinking about going to freaking Arby's or something. Like,
0: <laughs> I feel you. Oh, man. Oh. That's
1: some nasty shit. Yeah. Sorry about all the gags in there, guys, but come on. How can you not gag it? <sighs> yeah. Bodily sludge.
0: Oh. <sighs> yeah.
1: Gives Which, me literally heebie-jeebies every time. I get goosebumps and everything.
0: It's gross. It's kind of what Jeffrey Dahmer was doing. Because he wanted to keep the bones. It was a little different. Oh, no, he and I think boiled he was, them and cooked
1: them and stopped, didn't he?
0: But it's still the, the yeah. skin has to become something to clean them off. You know? So, hey. People have been doing it. <laughs> it's like when you get
1: that film on your homemade pudding.
0: Ew. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ew, <gasps> ew. I don't like things like that. No. <laughs> I, don't. I don't like things like that either. Do I don't like films. I don't.
1: No. no. Okay. <laughs> there is a trick to avoid the film, you guys. If you get a film on your pudding, you you literally put saran wrap on it and then pull and the then saran, pull wrap. saran wrap off, and it takes the film off so you don't even have to peel it back with your fork or your spoon or anything. Yeah. Keep that in mind for your uh, pudding ew. skin.
0: Mm, Gross.
1: Okay. Gross. Okay. Tell us. Tell them where they can
0: find (laughs) us. I'm grossed out and I'm hungry all at once. I'm a weird feeling. I know. So first, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast, guys. We never want you to miss a new episode, and that will ensure that you do not see. Also, if you are on Apple Podcasts and you listen there, we would so appreciate if you left us a review.
1: Mucho appreciado. That
0: really <laughs> helps us get seen in directories. Yes. And other people who may find us out of the whim can see those reviews and be like, oh, okay, maybe I'll give this a chance. Mm-hmm. And then maybe they'll love us. Who knows? So, yeah, mm-hmm. go do that. And we'll definitely be back with you next Frankie Friday, Friday. Of every, course. Every week. Every week. Um, And then in the meantime, make sure to follow us everywhere everywhere
1: there is a where to follow
0: yes first off youtube just yep. search more the murder then smash that bell smash it smash it and then um our socials Noel, yes. where can you find us on facebook um more than murder yes yes you can where can you find us on the twitter more than underscore murder yes remember that underscore guys very important yes and then where on instagram more than murder pod there you go guys we gave you gave we gave you all the information so all you have to do is type it in go give it a follow go hit the bell go do the yeah. thing blah blah blah, yeah. blah 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 you can also re- re- recommend us on facebook too yes yes we have the facebook recommendations now so if you are a avid facebooker there you go
1: and subscribe to our website too like you can yes yes catch up on the blogs you can share the blogs you can mm-hmm. start a
0: community with everybody okay. else for the more than murder people yep yep um, and then, like I said, if you have seen the exhibit or you want to just write us in or anything like that, our email is morethanmurderpod at gmail.com. Email at the gmail. Email at the gmail. And you know what? I
1: think we're just going to decide, and I do not discuss it with you, but we discussed it in the beginning. I think people won't mind. We might just call you the more than murderers. I think it's great. Why not? Murder more than dollars. murderers
0: more than Mel If you guys have any ideas for that or you like that one, let us know. Yeah, because we
1: totally want to start a, group, a yes, group page. we definitely want to start a group page. And uh, we could call it the More Than Murderers. <laughs> 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 or something of the sort. Or
0: something, yes, let us know. Because, of course, like Murderinos has been taken, and yeah. there's a bunch that have already been taken. So let us know.
1: But I'm sure More Than Murderers haven't been because that's our whole name. So Yeah, no. More Than Murderers. I just,
0: yeah, if you guys don't mind being called murderers, just let us know. Or more than, <laughs>
1: more than murderers. You're not just murderers. You're more than
0: that. You're spooky investigators
1: and murderers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: just kidding. Uh and Unless then you are. lastly, if you want to see all of our pictures and sources and the blog and the things, go to our website at www.morethanmurderpod.com. And I forgot to say that in our last episode. Yeah. Damn oh wow so yes thank you guys so much for listening we just love you to pieces and we'll check you out next week yeah and we'll see you later on the live oh yes later on the live join us say hi
1: on the facebook when you're jumping on facebook all right all right bye Bye -bye.